Hey guys, welcome to Nightfall Datum here with my friends and co-hosts Dash and again and we have a very special guest for you today. None other than Tash Bunny herself and well, super excited to start this episode. Welcome to Nightfall. Thank you guys. I'm <laughs> eating fries. I'm ready for it. I came here prepared. Yeah. Yeah, that all good, nice. you know. Uh, yeah. Chill out with all the food. And uh, Tash, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself since people, yeah. I, I've seen your socials. Like, there's not there's not much out there details telling about who's Tash Bunny. <laughs> okay, so one thing about me is that I think my bio used to be I like too many things. And I think that would be the best way to describe me. Because I literally like too many things. Because mm. I started off in the world of gaming as a host mm-hmm. and then I became a shoutcaster mm-hmm. but then way before that I was a content creator uh-huh. and then be- way before that I was a streamer so I'm like way, <laughs> <laughs> way too many things I like yeah. way too many things yeah. and when you put me in video games I like esports I like normal video games and then you can see my room it's like is this Wait, esports yeah, nice. or is this Normal video games. Even I don't know. So yeah, I think... What, what, what's a normal video game? Exactly. <laughs> One of my favorites would be Genshin. Big fan of Genshin. Oh, Genshin, that's I a guess. good... Okay, yeah, at least big fan. Playing, um, yeah. Final I Fantasy. I'm pretty sure you're not a fan of Pokemon, right? Because I'm seeing a lot of... <laughs> oh, no, I, I hate Pokemon. I don't know Yeah, why. you hate Pokemon, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's uh, okay. cool. That's amazing mm. to know. So now that we know mm. that we've got everything in sight, we all know mm. that you love video games. And then yeah. we all know now you are a shoutcaster. But was shoutcasting always a part of the bucket list for you? No. Actually, it's something that just mm. happened. So back in the pandemic, what happened around 2020, I believe it was. Wow, 2020 was the year of the pandemic. Two exactly. years ago. Two years ago. Wow. 2020 was supposed to be the year it's of like, good things, but it was closed it's down. like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming back to that. I had like a bit of brain fart there. Mm. So the need for esports hosts just yeah. like wasn't there anymore because everything was online mm. and everyone mm-hmm. just needed casters. So yeah. I was just like, I was pretty much out of work and I was just like, fine, whatever. And then suddenly someone was like, hey, do you do shout casting? And I'm just like, I don't think so. But it was for PUBG PC, which was a game I was quite familiar with. So mm. my friend Husky was like, why don't oh. you just do it? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So that's how it happened. And somehow I ended up in Valorant. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. So it started with... Yeah, it started with PUBG for you, and uh, it was Husky who pulled you in. That's yeah, well, our he good friend Husky. Invite me. I asked him, like, do I have the what capabilities to shoutcast? And mm. he was like, well, he got the mm. fundamentals in terms of hosting. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I was awful at first. I was I was not good. Like, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everybody was. Everybody was. Yeah, I feel like we all start uh, the first time we see each other casting. Is like. I don't know. If her. we see them now, I will have a question. Do you even like go back to that first casting you did, and you're yeah. like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> I just pretend. Okay. okay. No, because it was my first time casting, mm-hmm. and not only was I was my first time, my co-caster sort of like ghosted me somewhere <gasps> during the cast, so it was practically a solo cast. Oh, nice, uh-huh. good. Experience. And I was like typing on Discord, guys, am I okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great first experience, though. Yeah. That was like a surprise mm. solo cast. 
to yeah, hear. Yeah, the best way to learn podcasting, guys, just do a solo cast. <laughs> Basically, it's a, it's a situation where my mom would say, sink or swim. So I was thrown into the deep end. Yeah, the I don't know if I sunk, but here I am today. Probably I half died, maybe. <laughs> so we talked a little uh, off broadcast about, well, my name. So I want to know, since we know how you started casting, where where mm. did the Tash Bunny name come from? Or IGN? Mm. Okay. Yeah. This was back long ago when I was in my early university days. And I had an obsession mm. with bunnies. Because for some reason, mm. it was like those Tumblr days, right? For some mm. reason, all over my Tumblr Wait. was just bunny pictures. Tumblr days? Yeah, Tumblr, Tumblr days. days. What's Tumblr? Okay. What's that? What was that? <laughs> Okay. 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 Nowadays, people Tumblr for the inappropriate stuff, right? No, 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 guys. I was in the hipster slash cute animals. The blog days, or yeah, 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 yeah. where where I did like role play fan fiction, you know, with other writers. Yeah, Yeah. I I was, I was a, I was a, I was a. Who was my character? Akali Jada. Yeah, yeah. League of Legends. I yeah. love League of Legends, but it- <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it in years. <laughs> yeah. But Tumblr, though. So wait, wait, wait. So Bunny, why Tash then? My what name is Natasha. So oh, Tash. Oh. Yeah. So mm. Tash, yeah. Bunny. But nowadays, I I have like seven cats, six cats. So my name should have been Tash Kitty or something Tash at this point. Kitty. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like that has a different myself. ring to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I kind of prefer Tash Bunny. Be- yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so let's just bunny. keep it at that. <laughs> Yeah, Dash yeah. Kitty has like a, a weird. Let's not get into it. Yeah, I mean, so going back, so before shoutcasting, you had a host life. Before a host life, you were a content creator. You and then you were a streamer. Streaming is something everyone usually starts streaming as, as some sort of like a passion to start mm. with, right? So from streaming, how did you transition into being a content creator? Well, actually, no, no. My, my work started with the host first, oh, and then mm. streaming, and then content yeah. creator. So, oh. yeah, it's a very weird sort of thing, but I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like show you guys, I mean, tell, share how it has started. So basically, um, when I joined university, I just finished um, at a time. I just finished my university exams, and then suddenly I saw this post on Facebook where they say the EG Network channel were looking for talents and it was a brand new esports channel so back then it was like the baby life the baby steps of esports here in malaysia yeah and then i was just like i told my friend like nah uh I, they, they won't choose me nah but then i got curious because you know i love league of legends so much <laughs> so i went to it and yeah. it was like a freaking five hour wait i believe it was like so many wow. people and i saw like very famous like hosts and personalities mm-hmm. in the line too and i'm like and everyone was like dressed fun and stuff and I was dressed mm-hmm. like a work interview because I had no clue <laughs> oh, yeah. I had like those yeah. button down shirts yeah. and those work mm-hmm. pants and with like barely any makeup because I didn't know how those things work with like work loafers and I came mm-hmm. in and I was like scared I was like standing like a rock mm-hmm. like this I was so scared, guys. And they asked me, like, there were three questions I think they asked me. Like, either I should can sell an egg, I can host my own gaming show, or I don't remember mm. one more. So I did host my own show. And I think at the time I was a huge fan of Breaking Break the Meta on YouTube. I don't know if you guys watched that. Break the Meta. 
break the meta. Yeah, it's called break the meta, where people play like ADC. Um, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Breaking yeah, the meta. Like, yeah, breaking Wait, the meta. I didn't know that existed. I, I also didn't know about this. Pro, yeah. ex, pro, ex pro player, by the way. <laughs> pro player. I didn't, didn't know about this. Wait, 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 yeah. okay, okay. At least now I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit too late, but yeah. No, yeah. Of that, so I did that. Mm. And I remember the guy asking me, what's your rank on League? And I told him mm. I was gold. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, at least you're not bronze. So I guess I can <laughs> consider you. And then he said, what's your opinion about Timo? And I was just like, Satan. And he was like, okay, you're not Timo, man. Okay, okay. So I took a picture with all of them, left, went home. And I, two weeks later, I wasn't chosen again. So I was a little bit sad. But it's only mm-hmm. like I made it. So one of the requirements uh, as a host for gaming was that I needed to stream once a week. And yeah. I also needed to create some content. But content-wise, I wasn't good because that was the era of those skits, right? I, mm. oh, man, I can't believe you went through those skits era. Those, those were so mm-hmm. cringe. I can't. <laughs> and then, um, well, yeah, I sucked at doing skits. But for some reason, streaming really intrigued Ooh, me. Yeah. I started off as a horror stream streamer, actually. Oh. Uh, played, uh, what was my first horror? Amnesia. Amnesia. Oh, oh, yeah. Amnesia. Oh, yeah. Amnesia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Higgins. Oh, man. And then it was Outlast. Oh, yeah. Outlast just came out around that time, I think. It was like maybe a right. year after that. Oh, I think I started like getting traction around that. And Dead Space. That was fun as well. And yeah, I started Underkill at one point and then I realized, oh my god, I can't do this streaming once a week. I have to do it myself because I want to finish playing Underkill ASAP. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I started streaming. <laughs> it just like started going on and on and on. But I kind of like don't do it anymore because I'm so busy. But I do miss it though. Mm-hmm. During those days and then content was there and then suddenly you're now a shoutcaster. What? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, like, I you know, I'm the most surprised I'm doing content. Actually, my content days were weird. It was like a pandemic days. Like you know how like everyone starts off content with like montages, right? They just like mm-hmm. kind of yeah, put together yeah, the yeah, funniest exactly. parts as highlights. Yeah. And you know, you, it's really hard to grow in that perspective because it's so saturated. So yeah. I gave up on that. And then like it was during pandemic that I got this interest for I don't know if you guys can see these but I have like some keyboards here I have like yeah. around ten and these are all custom. oh my oh my ten oh yeah this is my favorite baby listen to this okay. oh, oh that is so good that sounds <laughs> great that yeah. sounds great so, so um so I started off content because I had an interest in custom keycaps so these are some of them there's more oh. over there. Oh, yeah. Man. So Can I started. You them? <laughs> I see a sage no one for there. These. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's not really sound for this one because mm-hmm. it's just really cheap switches. But um, I started off just making those videos because they're cute and I wanted to share them. For some reason, they mm-hmm. got a lot of traction. And one of my YouTube shorts, which is a keyboard I built for my ex boyfriend, was. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was uh, I think it had 11 million views. They like, went crazy. Oh my and God. I don't know why. That, that's one way to never forget your crazy. ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so anyways, we I built it. It went crazy. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just keep making those videos. So I started making it, and some people approached me. Started like the ads happened and everything, and here I am. Who knew? Like, it wasn't really video games for content that was my calling. It was more <laughs> keyboards and cute stuff. <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel I feel like that really works. I, 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 know, I don't know, weirdly in a, in a way, because I feel like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here 
if uh, if I didn't have the chance to cast for Valorant, because I just started with casting MOBAs too, like Wildrift, League, and then MLBB. Mm-hmm. I I didn't start, start casting Valorant until there was an opportunity given to me. I mean, I feel like that's really what dic- dictates a lot of what you do, right? I mean, I wouldn't have guessed I'd be a caster, but couple of years from uh, ago but here we are now yeah I, yeah just pops what in. i like about it what i like about what tash said though is that there is a really gr- the community for keyboards mm-hmm. it's just even though it's a big niche people like watching those and yeah honestly yeah. They, like, I, they, like, they like talking yeah crap right well, right. I don't know why they love it. There's just always something mean to say. But we know they have no money, and they're just mad. <laughs> I have it. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> Those Cherry MX switches are not good, or something like that. Cherry <laughs> MX are so mainstream. Why you keep right, views, bro? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, mine is better. Someone clicks on the blue. <laughs> <laughs> when I got actually when I started watching those videos like I didn't understand it at first right? but people are really passionate people are really passionate about it and I was like okay this video then this video it like I took two hours watching or three hours watching those videos and just hearing the sounds of the switches I was like oh that's what I like <laughs> I'll buy off, that. it starts yeah. off with the cute keycaps Right, and then after that is the typing sounds, mm-hmm. and then after that it's the mods, and then right. after that is the expensive yeah, building building it yourself, building yeah. it yourself, right? The costume, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I think your mod it's, it's like you're putting, it's like shoveling your money in a hole or something when you when you get into keyboards, like yeah, it's, it's gonna it's keep my, going on and on, right? My friend calls it adult Legos. Oh, right, <laughs> kind of, kind of functional. It makes sense because you can't actually use it, right? It's not like Legos. After you build it, you just like chuck it aside. Yeah, but when you first started getting into it, right? It's like, what can I say? It's still the same keyboard. You're just you're still typing the same thing. That's the same thing, right? And when I got when I actually got watch a lot of videos, yeah, I understand now. At least a bit, not a lot, but at least a bit. And I feel yeah, like don't it's go an, don't go further. Yeah, really? like it's an, an inevitability too. Because uh, a couple of uh, no, a few months ago, I, I was still uh, when I bought my PC, I'm still just rocking a membrane. Until a few months ago, that it broke down. Dash knows this. So I was like, <laughs> Dash, you have any membrane? Yeah. <laughs> He was. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I fixed that, and I was like, Dash, yeah, you got any recommendations? Because yeah. my WASD keys aren't working on my membrane anymore. So I don't know. Just give me a cheap keyboard that's silent. And you know what? He was like, Okay, how about this one? But then how about this one? Oh, you want silent? How about this one? And then every single, I was like, I was like, can I not? Can I just please get a, a silent mechanical keyboard? Because like, so so I started asking other people, right? And they were like, yeah. oh, you want it quiet? Get these switches. No man, it's expensive. I just want a full on keyboard that I don't need to. I don't want to customize. But now look what I'm holding. I'm holding this oh, thing. No. I keep something with, and I've got I got purple keycaps. And now I'm buying. I'm looking to buy. Like look, right right in front of my thing is like more black switches Uh-oh. and yeah, down. It's starting. Yeah, and I and it started with I just need a keyboard to replace my membrane with and. 
Yeah, it's help. I'm helpless. I I also have that feeling like when my my friends start getting into it, it always starts with the royal clutch, right? Hmm. And then suddenly they start buying stuff. Tash, this is all your fault. It's all your video. I'm like, bro, I didn't tell you to buy things. I just made the video. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, how, how, what if we ask you what kind of what's your recommendation when it comes to the keyboards? Oh, what's no. your budget? I, I think that's the first question. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> expensive. For every for every pre datum era out there, pre era, <laughs> someone looking for changing oh, like their a membrane into a right, keyboard. In a what would you suggest to them? For a starter, mm-hmm. Royal Clutch, Royal easy. Clutch, yeah. Yeah. Just get a Royal Clutch yeah. and mod it, and it sounds so good. Yeah, really. Is, that's he, the best one. is he gonna join us? It's probably him. It's probably Gen himself. He starts off with the royal clutch. It always starts with the royal clutch. Okay. 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 Tell me on the other side. What is a royal clutch? What is it? Oh, he's interested. Let's read him in. Let's read him in. It's a brand of a keyboard. Oh, it's a brand. Yeah, it's a brand. Clutch. It's quite like entry level. It's not too expensive. It's hot swappable. Hot swappable means you can switch out the switches. You can open it up and add your foam or silicone, whatever you want to put inside it. That's a lot. You can do anything. I always hear different colored switches. What kind of switch do you recommend? Depends on you, honestly. Depends on you. Yeah, because honestly, Megan, there's tactile and then there's linear. I I, I think those are the (laughs) general. I think those are the general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, tactile ones are the ones that feel the best. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have a tactile right here. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, tactile are, are the noisy ones. They're what I have, mm. I mean, compared to linears, what I have, because when I, when I ask everyone, okay, what what should I get for switches if I want it to be as quiet as I as I can make it? It has not, to be linears. What what well, not making it expensive. They recommended either reds or blacks, and I got mm. blacks. Yeah. So wait, what? Gatron yellows are the biggest. Really. Uh- or KTT yeah. okay, 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 stop. Tash. I'm just saying, stop you right there. I'm not gonna spend I'm not gonna spend any more on this keyboard. I already got spares, and I'm not gonna get another one. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, again, uh, depends on what you we'll want. Give him yeah, because yeah. I was planning to get black switches too. Mm. So is that good? That bad? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it yeah. feels right, right? very mushy. It, it takes yeah. some getting used to. It's very like, very mushy. But, all I can uh, say is that if you're gaming, the best switches are still tactile. Mobile U4Ts. Mm. Oh yeah. So some switches they have food names. It makes you hungry. Real really? names like marshmallow been... switches, boba oh, really? switches, hello hello switches. What? Hello hello. Okay. You don't know hello hello switches? No no. We know hello as hello. You know, from the... We're not down. We're not as deep as you <laughs> are not... in the uh, rabbit yeah. hole. So I'm yeah. sorry. We're sorry to disappoint. <laughs> well now yeah. you know. You gotta represent <laughs> and buy one. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god! And that's very oh interesting. God. What is a hollow hollow switch? Because hollow hollow is like a, a dessert, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a linear. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Mm. So and it's quite cheap. It's not bad, and it's cute. Oh the colors are so cute. Why do you want switches to look cute? Well, because <laughs> you don't even you don't even see them, <laughs> right? They're behind the keycaps. But okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, uh, oh, the purple. Oh, you right? That's cute. The purple is like the ube. So yeah. yeah. And it's hello. Oh, purple is my jam. My keyboard, my keycaps right now are black and purple because I like. You uh, should totally buy them. 
Oh man, this would just look <sighs> How much are they? They're quite cheap. Yeah, they are. Quite Actually. cheap. Oh. Yeah. How many? Interestingly, yeah, right. They oh. are. All right, they okay, they're smiling. Right, but... He's smiling, you know. He's They <laughs> <laughs> look good. Though. He's looking at it at, like he's right. it's next dinner, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Put to cart. no. I'm closing <laughs> I'm closing the tab. Nope, nope. Not, yeah. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's let's uh let's get back on track here. So, uh, Valorant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. So shout you shoutcasted uh, like Valorant, right? Was it always? Is, but it was like PUBG beforehand. So so right now you're mained on casting on Valorant. Surprisingly, right. yeah. Because, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Really? Because from, seriously, in my mind, I'm just like thinking like this is gonna be a one-off thing because mm. we all know like for Valorant, the standard is pretty high. It's exactly. very. It's yeah. very high pressure. You have to meet really high um, quality standards because that is the perimeters that Riot set uh, for their broadcast, right? Especially if you see NA, like NA class, like wow, Chef's Kiss, just so yes. darn good. The best. So I don't think I was there just yet, but surprisingly got invited to cast MYSG. And then suddenly got called to APAC and I was just like, am I being punked? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you still cast other games or are you stuck to Valorant now? Uh, I still do, depending on my free time. I try to my best to allocate as much time as I can for Valorant. So it's kind of like I would prioritize Valorant and if I have other free time, I'll do other games. But I also do PMPL, MYS, GPH. Uh, mostly on Analyst. Uh, sometimes I cast. And then what else do I do? Sometimes Free Fire, Wild Rift sometimes, a little bit of MLBB. Mm. And I think those are the only games I have. Ooh, so you're going down the mobile scene now, after Valorant. Yeah. I actually start off mobile first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, Valorant okay. is is the you... most recent addition. Ah, oh, I, see. I thought you started game. with the PUBG PC, so I was like surprised, like oh. Yeah, PUBG PC was my first one, but then people, I think, because there was like a lack of female talent, especially on the English side, so. Mm-hmm. It was like, Tash, can you please do this? And I'm just like, I don't think I'm good. They're like, it's fine. You're going to do it. Me, <laughs> god dang it. But I, I, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it though. But yeah. when you're doing games like you know, MLBB that I always do, don't usually touch compared to Wild Drift, oh my god, the homework is insane. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's so different too. The way MLBB works, like the craziest stuff. But It's like, very fast-paced. Yeah. It's, so fast. So, it's like you have a fight every minute, mm. every time. There's so much <laughs> opportunity like, though, which uh, we all love. Is it fun? Yeah, right? there's a lot of MLBB opportunity here as well compared to like other games. It's just a lot bigger mm. the scene as well. And there's a lot of like, how do I say this? There's a lot of uh, community tournaments as well. So that's why I'm like really happy seeing this community tournaments because this is where like all the newer talent can come in and really, really try out. Yeah. I have a question though because you love Pokemon Unite, right? Yeah. Mm. Sorry, there's my question now. <laughs> I mean, do you have like, do you have like, um, what do you call that? Do you want to cast Pokemon Unite in the future if you have the opportunity? Because heck yeah, yeah. I man. love Pokemon. My friend Danley and do you know Marky from the Philippines? Marky Strong. Nah. Oh, so basically, he's a model from the Philippines, and he also co-hosted a Pokemon Battle Festival Asia with me last season. So I Ooh. believe that he's also casting for that recently, and I was surprised because, like, honestly, in the Philippines, you always have like you know people like Alodia, Ashley, uh, yeah. Marky Strom, who are more like celebrity level talent, right? 
And then you yeah. realize like, oh my god, they are also really, really into casting and doing things for yeah. Pokemon too. That's so cool. That's how involved mm-hmm. the Philippines is with, uh, with video games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Definitely. loving the evolution, yeah. right? They're starting in the Philippines, just they're slowly getting into more of the esports scene. And I perks to like Alodia and tracking the gang to oh, I feel, I feel really like pioneer the, through it, right? Mm, yeah. They absolutely carried. Like there were days where I am just realizing that this now, but we we've known those people for so long, and they've been at at, at like, since uh, I was in high school. Yeah. I think I was, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, how old are you now, Dash? <laughs> when was it? I don't know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, guess his age. <laughs> no, no, I went to college. I know his age. I know his age. I know his age. <laughs> yeah, I actually dog someone on air. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, it's it's just now that we're realizing what. Wait, they actually started it. They're still here, and the mm-hmm. weird part of it too. So. It's crazy. It's also crazy that uh, it's the the esports scene in general, not just gaming, is just unfolding right before our very eyes. And right. who would have thought that we'd be esports people? I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> mm, that's true. No, man. I thought I'd be an HR lady by now. <laughs> Being angry at people, doing payroll. I thought that was my thing. <laughs> so we're at least we're happy doing whatever we're doing now. Speaking of being happy, do you have like an unforgettable shoutcasting experience? Hmm, unforgettable. It has to be Valorant. It has to be Valorant, and I have to say, it just recently on the VCT APAC stage two, I'm just doing panel. Mm-hmm. Well, casting yeah. is fun. I think I prefer doing panel just because you have yeah. so much time to talk about it and really analyze it and really point out every single best parts of the game. And of course, like when it comes to shoutcasting as well, when people just like you know go on Twitter and be like, "I'm such a huge fan, really enjoyed your cast." I think like one those are like the best moments ever. It's exactly. Such a, it's yeah. such Definitely. like a yeah. It's such a what's the word? Um, it's so encouraging because usually yeah. you're always in your mind you're just like man I did so bad today oh yes. man I don't know if I'm out exactly. for this you know but then <laughs> you hear that you're like okay so people are, are liking it okay so that's bad, a good after thing all. yeah <laughs> I know, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I feel like that really is a good reassurance that because for me for example I feel like uh, and I feel like a lot of people a lot of talents I meet resonate with this too you can't really tell if you're good already. You just—it's <laughs> right. just at a certain point that you—you're—you're you're at you're—you're you're up there with the good folks, and that you know you're one of them. But even then, you're still mm. not sure, right? Yeah, especially yeah. when you're working with talent like say Asurai, Dax, oh, Black and Blue, who are just like yeah, so great at their job, and they've had years and years of casting. Like I just found out that Dax casted Overwatch League like Worlds, and I was just like, "What? This guy was all the way there! Holy moly!" And I'm casting with this guy. I don't know about this. Am I am I in the right spot? I remember I think Azurai casted for the longest time I remember him casting League of Legends for the longest time in the oh yeah he started off with that he, right he's like one of the OGs that I know when I was still in high school <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, they were casting even before high then school, huh? yeah <laughs> 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 so since you're talking all about the history of shoutcasting now what about you Tash do you have any tips for shoutcasting yeah for starting talent especially for people mm. who are starting or maybe even something that could resonate with shoutcasters now 
Okay, so all I can say is just do it. And this is like the the only advice I give to anyone. How do we start streaming? Just do it. How do you start casting? Just do it. Because sometimes you don't know until you try. And in a lot of situations, I feel like you can only know your limits if you try it out. And people be like, oh, but I don't get events to shoutcast. I'm like, dude, just shoutcast yourself. Post it all over YouTube. Just like... So sometimes, you know, you never know that when suddenly you do a really good shoutcast, right? And people just clip it and just share it all around. And then suddenly you just make it. So... It's all about just like putting yourself out there nowadays because it's not like before how like when you want to get into things you have to literally go on a talent search mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to get known for something you have to really really try and get connections like nowadays mm-hmm. the internet is free and it's literally yeah. your yeah. world in an oyster or you, it, it is your stage you want to make it mm-hmm. your stage you can and I think that that's the reason why I'm here today because honestly when I think about it like my hosting gig didn't really bring me to where I am today it's more of like the internet of just like yeah. making videos like just mm-hmm. randomly joining a cast you know and as much as I don't want to say like oh hosting really gave me a leg up it did but at the same time mm-hmm. your effort and hey, your yeah. your own uh, um, you know your work will show itself especially when you have the internet yeah yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier that your your your, your esports career really started to gain traction starting the pandemic, right? Mm. But do you think you would still be casting for esports if the pandemic didn't the happen? The pandemic didn't happen. Yeah. That's a good question, though. It is a good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me think. Okay, so it's a very interesting one at that because the year 2018, 2019, I actually quit esports. Mm. I actually oh. took a year break. It wasn't even a break. I just really thought I was done. Uh, mostly because I was thinking about getting married, settling down and whatever. So I thought that was the, the end. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I wasn't really happy. I was doing tech at the time and I was just learning more about tech every day, which I think also kind of helped me to where I am today. And then finally, uh, someone headhunted me and said, hey, we want you to join IGN Southeast Asia. Uh, we know you were there before, but we really like your work. We want you back. So I can't, I went back and then I started just doing normal gaming, just normal game devs. I wasn't in esports yet. But it wasn't until Free Fire reached out to me and they were like, hey, there is this tournament and we would really like you to host it. And then from there, it just kind of like snowballed. Just because I went back to gaming, it just suddenly just started going, Just you know, it, it starts off with one small opportunity and it will literally just snowball, especially if there's not a lot of talent in that particular game. So at that time, it was Free Fire. I think it was quite fairly new at the time well it's not not new not super new but it was it wasn't really like super known so mm-hmm. because of that people started to notice me and i just started getting picked up again for cast i'm sorry for hosting and then at the same time the same to who did free fire was the one who asked me to cast because they couldn't find a talent uh, in such last minute mm. so it's all about timing honestly i really think that the timing was right because at the same time i came back to streaming during the pandemic as well and everyone was home. Everyone yeah, had yeah. nothing to do yeah, and everything was true. just online. So honestly, yeah. when I think about it again, if the pandemic didn't happen, I still may have been here, but it would have been a whole different situation because instead of like, you know, doing my casting or hosting from home, I would oh, probably yeah. be in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I get to know. That's nice. It's great. <laughs> but also, like what Tash said, I, I would just like to add into that the just do it thing. I mean, it's not spon- this this podcast is not sponsored by Nike. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, continuing on to that, 
if you want to get to if some casters are actually finding opportunities, right? Sometimes, sometimes, some TOs don't know, for example, some community tournaments, right? Sometimes they don't know that they need casters until you ask them if they need casters. Yeah. And that's why you always need to put yourself forward. Don't be shy. You're not going to lose anything if you ask them if they need casters, right? So always do and always find a way to ask them because, yes, asking can get you a long way. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fun fact. That's kind of how I landed in Valorant. So I knew Yay. the TO. So the TO also handled, handled PMPL, I believe. So I asked them, hey, I heard you guys are handling VCTMYSG. Do you guys need more talent? It's my first time. I know that, you know, you guys have a high quality standard, but I do play this game a lot. And I think I know enough about the game. So mm. I think they really took a chance with me. And, you know, surprisingly, it worked out. So, yeah, what you said absolutely ask don't be shy yeah. have like the thickest skin that you mm-hmm. have because even for content creation now because I'm not super yeah. known and I do mm-hmm. need content right I will just like be mass emailing so many different companies that I enjoy like hey this is my platform uh, I hope that you know your co- that this is what you would like your audience to see I, and after that surprisingly it's been received very well because of these people don't mm-hmm. know you you kind of have to unless of course you're famous yeah. and you have an agent who's doing that <laughs> so that's a whole difference yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have another question though. A follow up to okay. that is this is specifically for casters, and I've been always curious about it. And I've worked on this just because I got conscious because of it. Mm-hmm. So, is accent important for casters? Oh, okay. This is a very interesting one because I had some casters in Malaysia say that they cannot go international because mm-hmm. of their accent. But then, you know, I started to believe it. Until, you know, I hear things like Dax going all the way to yeah. Overwatch mm-hmm, League World. And yeah. at the, so it really, really kind of like depends. If your right. speaking is understandable, doesn't matter if you have an accent or not, you just have to be understood. I think it yeah. shouldn't be an issue because mostly, I think what you want to remember is that your audience needs to be able to understand you. So my friend Danley, she's actually Australian. She told me that she actually struggled with the same thing when she first started uh, uh, casting. Do you guys know her? She's from Dota 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, okay. So she's one of the OGs. Uh, she works with mm-hmm. BTS, uh, Beyond the Summit. So she said that one oh, okay, big thing that um, you know people struggled with her was that her Australian accent is so thick that they they cannot understand her at all. And this is coming from you know someone who is kind of like you know what people think like you know European or Eurasian maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, so you yeah. always think that, you know, like maybe the Europeans, the Westerns, Eurasians would get more opportunity. It's, it's not true because for Australians, mm. I think the one thing that she struggled with was accent. So what did she do? She kind of like tweaked her accent a bit to the point that she does still have the Australian accent, but she made it in a way that people can understand her. So I think the takeaway from this is so long as your enunciation, your pronunciation is good, I think accent shouldn't be an issue. But honestly, I think there is also a charm to yeah. having an accent. It makes you so unique because I feel like yeah. at one point, every single caster starts to sound the same. What are you going to do to sound different? Oh, guys, yeah. I'm going to start talking like this then. I mean... Absolutely. I mean, Dash, now, now we all know what Dash sounds like. In the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I love how casters can just do that, right? <laughs> but so, the, the reason why I asked that is because I was... Uh, Super, super, what do you call this? Conscious about my accent when I started. Yeah, I 
how can I say this in in a very nice way? <laughs> When I started English casting, I sounded my my enunciation is so I don't I don't want to say it. It's so accented. I, I had an accent. Um, I had an accent. I, I had localized. Gives it gives it gives a charm. Seriously, yeah. because yeah. like even now, like I sound super American. I don't even know where I got this accent from. Honestly. Um, You know, sometimes when I hear people casting, like especially especially uh, uh, mm-hmm. Filipino casters, I really like that charm coming from from it. Or sometimes you have some Japanese casters; they try and cast in English, and you can hear the mm-hmm. Japanese accent mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it's that's very cute. very yeah. charming, and uh-huh. it gives you a little bit of a signature. And at one point, like like even Poppy, right? She is she has a very strong. I can't I can't remember what accent is that in uh, British? Is it UK? Mm-hmm. Yes, I UK think Poppy. British. Wait. Oh, okay. Poppy, sorry, Pansy, Pansy. Music. I was thinking the singer, Poppy. Yeah. 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 Poppy and Pansy, they're both flowers. Oh, nice. <laughs> red. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that also gives a sort of nice charm to yourself. It gives you that that sort of signature. And in a way, like when you really make that accent in yours, they can when people yeah. hear you like, oh yeah, that's absolutely Pansy. Or oh yeah, that's 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 Dax. We can totally tell that's Dax, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Dash. That's definitely Dash. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. And I, that's what I really like about casters. When you know, um, one thing that I noticed in Malaysia is that when I first started casting, there was a lot of comments on my um, tone because I'm a very naturally I'm a girl with a higher pitch voice. So you know, learning pitch control is one of the hardest things to do um, mm. yeah. in Valorant. I'm not Valorant in general, but just casting in general. Because That's when you go hype, like for guys, it's okay because your 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 tones aren't like 90 to 100 decibels yeah. higher. So like yeah. that was hard. I had to bring my voice down to like the growl. But now that control as well, like so when it came into growl, it also made it very unique as well because not everyone has that. So in a way, it made I kind of tried to make it my signature. But I always feel like when it comes to a lot of other girl casters, like I wonder like. How is is it the same thing that I go through as well when it comes to that pitch control? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's really great advice. Really, thank you so much for sharing that to us. And I'm sure Dash was able to be was very satisfied as well. Pitch control. <laughs> I mean, Dash, can you can you, can you uh, show a hundred decibel treat? What do you mean? Just go Wait, high. Like, we're not we're, we're not musicians. We don't know 100 decibels. <laughs> ready? I just know 100 decibel is loud. Like 100 decibel. Yeah. Like, high pitch. Hey, I think. it was only like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the only thing I can do. But whenever I'm casting, I think uh, sometimes I really go overboard whenever it comes down to hype. Uh, hype stuff mm-hmm. and whenever especially with Valorant most of the time in Valorant you get surprised about plays that are interesting <gasps> in MOBAs you're not as <laughs> unless there's a Rakan getting a great grand entrance or something like that yeah. yeah but most of the time in Valorant it's a big big chance especially when I started and that's why right now I think I'm thankful for for this guys for helping me out with my accent uh-huh. so yeah. Oh. Wait, what did we do? We didn't do anything. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, casting with you guys, I learned a lot. Hey, Matt, just I take it. Know. Ask him for a coffee. Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were thinking about getting the Halo Halo switches and uh... <laughs> I can buy it. No, 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 never mind. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. guys. Editor, editor, cut that off. Cut, <laughs> cut that off. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, getting mm. to things, I believe Daydim also has a question. 
I've actually I've been thinking for a few minutes what my question was, and I act- I'll give you I'll give you three words. You made it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so dash. Sorry. So uh, I was gonna ask this as sort of um, sort of like a I guess inspiration. Um, what what at what point did you say? At what point did you get to your casting career where you were able to say, "I made it." I don't think I made it yet. Mm. Not yet. Um, mm-hmm. I would say I made it if, say, one day, Japanese Valorant suddenly be like, "Hey, do you want to be our English caster?" Mm. And then I can say I made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking you yeah. really like the Japanese uh, scene. Yeah, yeah. I Honestly, really the like it. Their casting is casting so is... fun. It has so I know. much yeah. personality. <laughs> so much I yes, love it. Oh, oh, headshot! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's that's not racist. Not to sound racist. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. But their their hype casters are amazing. I know. It's just like you I can know. actually like, tell I'm... that they're so excited. Yeah. 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 Like you're watching. All I can think of whenever I watch them cast is like, it's like I'm watching an anime and they're narrating it. And they're oh, saying yeah. what's happening. That was that's why I'm so hyped whenever I watch it. Okay, so I have an idea for Riot Games right now. If you're watching, <laughs> credits to me. One yes. day, you know, we've we've had Haikyuu, Okay, we've had that Ooh. basketball anime when e-sports. um Valorant esports anime when yeah oh. you know the zoom in. Oh my god, we're caught in a situation. I'm just gonna throw out my satchel here, Nani. He still has a satchel. <laughs> the best part about the best part about there for you. The best part about Jap commentators is that, that is my personal favorite. For example, they 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 narrate a word in their accent. Like for example, "opereta," mm-hmm. and then and then the and then the operator gets gets a shot. They're be, they're gonna be like "opereta." So animated, right? <laughs> I love it. Like sometimes when I watch Valorant in those you in those usually like low moments where a play is just like so hardcore stomping, you can get a little bit tired watching because mm. it's just like not super exciting. But then I don't know why, oh, but even in Japanese <laughs> casting, yeah, there different. is never that lull, and I'm not mm. sure how mm. they do it. But if I could understand Japanese, aka I need to take classes, maybe I'll understand it. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, Japanese are a whole different breed. They're so good. They're so good. So fun, and I I just wish Yoru had more. Let's just take as well. Japanese classes together so we can watch. <laughs> watch so we, we should we should cast VCT in Japanese. VCT APAC, I mean, or VCT <laughs> Philippines. But like right. we, we cast it in Japanese so that we have a Japanese audience. Right, right. We are so oh, gonna bitch butcher that language so much. <laughs> that's the truth, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so excited. I think again. Um, I think we should ask our last questions and then we go to our thing. Ooh, okay. you're, you're really excited for those questions. Uh, so. I, I, I am scared. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe Gen still has some questions. No, because I mean, I, still have, we still do. We yeah. still do. Yes. So, okay, so I'm just going just going into some of the the concluding kind of questions. But before that, do you have like uh, you love playing Valorant, right? You just absolutely yeah. love playing Valorant. I mean, are are there other games? Is there is there other games that you like playing? Is there a game that will always have a special place? there for you okay if i'm having a normal day and i'm okay mentally it'll be valorant 
But mm-hmm. a special place in my heart will be Genshin. For some reason, when you're having the, the most tired day ever, you just log in, and then you hear the lull of the music, and then you see Boop. Uh, sorry, what? Uh, <laughs> 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 but no, but in all seriousness, it's just such a pretty game. So relaxing You don't have to think too much It's just honestly Just mindless And it's honestly crazy Because when I think about it I have some friends Who just be like Oh I had a bad day I want to relax Let's play some Ranked Valor I'm like bro what? <laughs> no Let's make it real That's me That's me right there <laughs> So get had a bad day Let's, Let's make it worse right <laughs> yeah, So, so no, um, Probably not But if I'm not feeling that I want to just play A single player normal game It'll be Pokemon Arceus Mm. Games, games very recent. Uh, Pokemon Arceus and it's so fun. Wait, I have a question though because you play okay. Genshin. Yeah, I don't know. Gotcha. Did you put a lot of money in oh, that? Here we go again. Okay, so you know how it's a Genshin whale when you spend money mm. on it. I wouldn't yeah. call myself a whale. Maybe a dolphin. Oh, I thought you were going to say something bigger. I mean, dinosaur. Maybe if I become a per, uh, like a permanent shoutcaster for Valorant, but I always get gigs or something. I don't know. Who that knows if one day that will happen, right? Maybe I can wail, but not today. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Wait, actually, no. Might be a bad thing. Imagine if I had a permanent job as a shoutcaster. Shouting Valorant, right? And I have like all the pain in the world. I'll probably buy all the bundle skins on Valorant, so that's probably not sustainable either. Yeah. Well, wow, I can't even think about what I'm doing with my money. That's imaginary. Wow. We gotta earn all that money just for all that gacha, you know? We gotta fuel right. our gachaness inside. Oh my god, mm-hmm. imagine if Valorant had gacha skins. Oh no, please. Oh, they, that would be like... Giving right, I re- I re- giving right ideas. No, no, no. I remember they talked about <laughs> it. They talked about it. And they said they do oh, not okay. want... It's, uh, wow. it's a no-no on their scene. It's actually good because... Mm. Imagine how much money people just try to pull out, like, you know, a skin. Cut that out. Please don't put that in the <laughs> <laughs> Just like CSGO. What's if you play CSGO, though? it's exactly what yeah. CSGO does. And that's oh, right. Okay, I never played CSGO, like, surprisingly. Yeah. They They're, have like boxes, right? Yeah. Or cases. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Exactly. And there's like a oh, wow. 0.1, 0.01 chance to even profit out of it, but people just keep going at it because there's that chance mm. that they win something good and you know you get the knife on. Kind of like, like that end game hopium. One out yeah. of fourteen million. <laughs> we get Wow. I mean at least Genshin you have that pity, you know, like you go up to a ninety and it's like already guaranteed. So you have yeah, an idea like, what to go for. Yeah. But I'm just I'm not gonna not to brag, but mm, my luck's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. The orange oh, well, is just pretty well, great. Well, thank you. All right, fine. Then be lucky. All right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm, I mean, I think... Wait. I think Night Market could take a bit of a gotcha already. Know, yeah. yeah, yeah a little bit. For discounted Pseudo. skins, sure. But like, for yeah. some reason, I never get the gut skins. Yeah, that's exactly what Gacha is all about, you know. <laughs> exactly. Try to get lucky with it. <laughs> Not so lucky after all. So I'm I'm glad that you're enjoying what you're doing. Absolutely. But uh, speaking of enjoying, there's probably like a low point or a high point in your life. Like, did you ever feel burnt out? What do you think was the lowest point, and what do you think was the highest point? Do you think? 
Okay, so I have to say my lowest point was after my contract ended with EG Network. So basically, I was more of a freelancer at the time, but work wasn't coming in. And when you are, when you just start out and your whole identity or your whole career was just like um, hosting just for esports, suddenly you're just so lost. You're just like, okay, what do I do now? Where do yeah. I go? What do I do? Tried out streaming for a few months, didn't really work out. Money wasn't coming in. And I did have an ambassadorship at the time with uh, Lenovo Legion, I believe. But, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of stuff doesn't really pay a lot at the time as well because I wasn't really bringing in the numbers or the ROI just yet because I was just so, so very new. So at that point, you just start to kind of question like, is this really the path for me? This is all I know, but I have no clue what to do next. And I think, yeah, yeah that was quite a rough moment for me as I tried to figure things out and I don't I didn't think it it kind of like changed as well when I joined the IGN previously not 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 the one recently I just quit so it was more of like okay I'm here but why am I still burnt out and unhappy in this company even though it's basically something that I wanted to do a long time because I used to watch Naomi Kyle growing up and I'm just like oh, I wanted to do what Naomi Kyle does, but why am I not enjoying it? So it wasn't until that I took that one year, you know, quit or break, if mm-hmm. you may, that I started to figure things out. It was rather than, you know, when you are okay financially, you are given this sort of like chance to really, really, what's the word? Experiment. Kind of yeah. like go wherever you want, do whatever you want. And there's no risk involved because like it or not, even if you fail at it, you still have your monthly income for your day job. Yeah. So yeah, so that would be my lowest point at the time, just feeling lost. And I think a lot of people go through this where they just don't know yes. where to go at the time. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people, not just me, go through it. And I would say my highest point is honestly that YouTube video I was telling you about. It was more mm. of like, I, I love shoutcasting and I love hosting. But that passion for content creation started off because I was just seriously bored at home during the pandemic. And I was just so tired of making gaming videos that I wanted a break. So I just wanted to do cute videos. And, you know, I have to say, like, because of that, like, now you saw my room, everything's pink. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what happened. And I have to say that I think that's like my biggest achievement so far because I've always wanted these things growing up, as you can tell. And, you know, you don't really have the income for it. I think a lot of people can relate when they say that once you grow up and you have money, you're kind of like nurturing or you're, or what's the word? Having, in Malay, they call it balas. I don't know how to say it in English because it's revenge. But I have to say that you're just kind of making up for all that lost time mm, that you yeah. didn't get all this as a child. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we're all just children who are bigger and older, right? But, yeah, I don't think our brains are developed as that. Like, my mom had me when she was, like, what, 24, 25? Mm. I'm, 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 I'm in my auntie age now. I'm super auntie. I'm not even close to getting married. So, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a question, Tash. Uh, is esports your actual full-time career now? Hmm. Uh, okay, so this is very interesting because I literally mm. just quit my day job to pursue oh. esports and content full time. Yeah, because uh, I started getting like quite a lot of bookings to the point that it started interfering with my day job. So I mm-hmm. thought to myself, I could be, you know, mediocre, happy, and just you know not worry about anything, just worry about nine to five. Or I could chase things that I really care about while I'm young. So I said, okay, you know what? Just do this while I'm young. And then, you know, there will always be another job waiting for me. But for this sort of like, you know, opportunity, especially at my age where I feel like 
maybe maybe like maybe five ten years I may not be able to do anymore. I think now is the time. Yeah, I love that. I love that uh, you have that courage to pursue what you want. But uh, because I ask that because a lot of people I feel like really want to make it into the esports scene. I mean, in particular in our region and C or APAC. But the opportunity, I'm not sure if it's there yet. So. No. Uh, what advice could you give to those people who want to go to esports like full time? Who, who really want to pursue that career full time, even in such a, I want to say, premature um, scene like ours? Okay, all I can say is this is total auntie hours, okay? Like, mm-hmm. this is me as an auntie who is, I think, probably the oldest in the room. Usually when I walk in, <laughs> I, I actually really am. And, you know, and I know like a lot of the, you know, the like, you know, Kramer is only 21. Like, I was just like blown away. Like, wow. He is? Kramer's is only yeah, 21. Just, just he actually po- tweeted it. Yeah, yeah. That, which is just honestly so crazy. I'm like, literally. So like, as someone who has been through the highs, the lows and everything, all I can say is do not quit your day job chasing after something that is not 100% foolproof. The only reason why I was comfortable enough to do it was because that I was still getting some income from, you know, I was getting some inter- income from jobs that were just constantly coming in. I have some income from my YouTube shorts. I have some income from brand deals because I knew that at this point I had those sort of like incomes coming through and I will always have at least some money coming after uh, helping me each month but if you're in a position where you don't even know that you are going to at least get one job a month or at least one you know one source mm-hmm. of income coming up I don't recommend doing that so you could do what I did when I first started which was just only taking weekend jobs but if it's a job really really huge I would take leave and just do it or if your boss is accommodating you can uh, be like okay boss I'm just gonna be working on this day to this day but I will make up uh, this time on this weekend this weekend this weekend so until you are financially capable do not quit your job because now Mm. times are rough the economy is absolutely crap and you want to be able to make sure that you have at least six months saving uh, before you hop out of your job so if you don't have that um, don't do it just yet but if you feel Mm -hmm. like you do if if you feel like you have enough support from your family as well say that your family's like okay we want to support you as you kind of find your way or if you have at least another income that maybe you you sell things on the side or your job is very flexible go for it just just go Mm. don't even look back just quit your job if you can and just start going to TOS and say hey I'm a shoutcaster and I am bright and sprightly look at me yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay I have a follow up question with that though what is Okay, because not a lot. I mean, when you became a caster, it's not like every everything is laid out there. So this is yeah. like a guide to everyone that wants to do the same thing that what you what you said a while ago. So what is that point of stability? Is is, is it like casting one major league and you think you're gonna be back there on the next time, or what is that point of stability? Is it so, casting one league and some others, or something like that, or what? The reason why I was confident to step out was because I was getting multiple uh, mm. invitations to cast, host, um, be, uh, be on the panel from different TOs. Like if say they have a thing, I would be like one of the people they would reach out first. So that means that, yeah. and sometimes I would have jobs that's already booked maybe three months in advance. 
So when mm-hmm. you are in that situation, you're just like, okay, I think that I there is enough demand for me that I can make that income. So mm-hmm. if you're in that situation yeah. where you are getting maybe one job every two to three months, or even one job a month, I don't think that you are at that level just yet. But this is more me being, I think some people, they're okay with that. But just for me in general, because I do have a very expensive lifestyle, look at all my stuff in the background. <laughs> so I want to make sure that I <laughs> Yeah, keyboards too. So like, uh, that's why I kind of like gave myself a little bit more leeway of having like more jobs secured rather than just having like one to two per month. Like some people, they're just like okay with that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much for Thanks. that. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. Very motivational, very inspirational too. Thank you very much for that answer. Aww. Posting episode three this week, and this is I Ooh, believe who was on episode three. Do you know Ariana? Do you know Ariana? Ariana. Yeah, the Killjoy. She cosplay? made a Killjoy impression in cosplay. <gasps> that is so cool! I'm excited to see that. So that this so Friday, cool. I'm. We're all excited to see it. We want to watch Devin. it already. What's up? <laughs> oh, that episode probably was three hours long. <laughs> Wait, seriously, three hours long? We, we took no, no, a while. No, no, talking about a lot of, uh... the whole time. Did you guys see her actually build her cosplay or something? Um, uh, she not really. She ordered her cosplay. But, uh, Oh, okay. Because, like, you know, some of the cosplays actually build it on air. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. Oh, y'all. really? Oh, that's, that's, very, that's a lot of yeah, I have a friend who actually does it. Like, she made her... She built her own phantom, the Oni phantom, and she brought it to to cosplay. And I was just like, damn, that looks so cool. I actually want it mm. just on my wall. I don't even want it for cosplay. I just want it to keep. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever want to try cosplaying? Um, there was a time where I thought about it. And then I was just like... I may have confidence, but I'm not good at acting. <laughs> you know, speaking of acting, you know, you kind of, I feel like you you can do a raised voice, a raised impression. I feel like you can Here do comes it. the party! Yeah, see? Oh, yeah, see? Yeah. 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 Kind of similar, yeah. right? Have you guys heard my grandpa voice? What? what? Have you guys heard my grandpa voice? That's my favorite one. Grandpa, grandpa voice? voice. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is really funny. So, because I started off playing Valorant, whenever I'm a girl, people just like shit talk you anyway, mm-hmm. because just because you talk. So I started doing this voice. Hey guys! Guys, <laughs> guys go be rotate, rotate! That's one way to break your voice. <laughs> oh, I I had a soundboard. <laughs> How do you do that? Do you inhale to talk like that? How do you, do you, do you no, it comes from my belly. You know, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> it hurts my voice so much. Oh god. I don't do it in my throat. It hurts. I do it for my belly. There's no way. Yeah. I really can't do that. I'm going to have a whole grandpa series on my TikTok soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, uh, so should we grandpa. close? Yeah, yeah. Can, can oh, wait, can I do the close of my grandpa voice? Uh, <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. You guys, you have, wait, before we do, I mean, if you have, if you have any plugs or anything like that, now's the time. Mm. Oh. Hello, everyone. I'm Tash Buddy. You guys can follow me on TikTok <gasps> at the Tash Buddy, Twitter at underscore Tash Buddy. Same goes for Instagram and YouTube. Anyways, guys, like and subscribe if you like this video. And tell me in the comments what you think of my grandpa voice. Oh my god, my spleen. Gotta go. Bye bye. There you Bye-bye. have it, folks. Thank you, Tash, Bye-bye. for coming on to Nightfall. Absolute <laughs> pleasure to have you here. And see you guys in the next episode.